Coming up on Guys Talking Sports, we give our thoughts on this whole situation with John Morant of the Memphis Grizzlies and how about the firearm that he showcased on IG. And we give our thoughts about what the league is going to do um, as far as that is concerned. And we also talk about the NFL with all the transactions, all the releases and signings. Of course, we're going to give our thoughts on that. We're going to talk about everything that's going on in the world of sports. My co-host, Adrian Catwell and Earl Ross joining on Guys Talking Sports. And that begins right now. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Guys Talking Sports. We appreciate all the love and support out there. Uh, no, we took a hiatus, but we are back and we got a lot to cover in the world of sports today. So without any further ado, I got my co-host with me, nice and smooth. So what's going on, Ace? What's going on, Earl? How's everybody doing? Doing good. It's a cold, chilly night. Some snow coming, but it's not going to be here. And just for clarification purposes, we were not one of the groups that Chris Ross said called Bill Smith the B-word. Just want to put that out there. He put a lot of people on blast and a lot of people are backpedaling, but we weren't one of the groups that actually said that. But nonetheless, what's up, everybody? Uh, if y'all like most, most common Americans out there, allergy season is upon us and it's kicking my ass. Put me down on the count today. God, I hate this time of year, but I'm here. So let's get it. <laughs> no, trust me, I completely understand. Um, and we got a lot to talk about in this world of sports. Uh, so let's get right into it because I know we got to talk, catch up on a lot of stuff. Um, so let's get the elephant out the room, out the way. Let's get that out the way. And that talk is about, of course, the situation with the Memphis Grizzlies and especially John Morant. Um, who is now still being, who is still away from the team for the next four games. Um, of course, with everything that's went down, um, he was on IG um, not too long ago uh, showing a gun at a strip club in Colorado. Now, the Glendale Police Department did say that they would not press any charges on him, um, but he still is away from the Memphis Grizzlies, and of course, he is away from the team. And the NBA has yet to rule any punishment in regards to all this that's been going on. So let's get your thoughts on this whole situation with John Morant. Uh, and quite frankly, I mean, the, the situation with John Morant and this whole thing with the gun um, and how that's being, how, what are your thoughts on this whole situation with John Morant? I guess my question, my only question is why? Like, dude, you you worth about two hundred mil. Why? What are you trying to prove? Who exactly are you trying to? What what what, what click are you rolling in that will condone that sort of environment or that sort of thing? Because whatever click you in, they ain't looking out for your best interest. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Because if those are your boys, your true boys, they wouldn't tell you to mess up your money. But, you know, obviously, I don't know what he's trying to do or who he's trying to be or what persona he's trying to lead. 
but bro, you, you got some serious soul searching you need to do because what you're doing right now ain't it. And I don't want to be, I don't want to be sitting here a year from now talking about the, what could have been for John Morant because he's not, he's six feet deep. You know what I'm saying? So he needs to, he need, he really need to check himself. I don't know what it is. Uh, but he, he need to get his shit together. Well, uh, I, I agree. I don't know what the hell his problem is, but he better be lucky. David Stern is no longer a commissioner of the NBA because his ass would have been suspended already. And he still might get suspended just to send a clear message because as of right now, Adam Silver has not really said much and has not done anything as of yet. But I agree with you, Ace. I don't get it. Um, you know, I'm not even going to say I won't get it because I think I do get it. He just thinks he can just do it and get away with it. Thinks it's all, all for fun. It's all for fun until that fucking gun goes off and then you hit yourself or you, you know, hit somebody else. But this That's seems cool to be group. like a, uh, a esca- I don't want to say escalation, just a bad, a bad trend of things um, that's going on. And of course, he said he put out the press release and saying that, you know, he recognizes his issues and needs help and will go and seek help and understands what the problem is. I don't believe it because anybody can write us some shit like that and put it out there. Until you stand up in front of people and explain yourself, people can look you directly in the eye. And even then you might be, you know, you know, you might be, you know, bullshitting them. But to me, you're going to do that on a Sunday. You got your hands smacked. You got two, you got two games. And then on a Monday, you say that, Negro, please. You, you're not, you're not remorseful. You just remorseful that that shit got blew up the way that it did. Not that he got caught because you put on IG Live, so you expecting to get caught. You just mad that it got blown up the way that it did. So to his apology, I don't really believe it. Your actually is going to speak louder than words. I'm sure the Grizzlies said that you need to say that. <laughs> yeah, and and even still, it, it didn't seem heartfelt. It was just it was just a release by what one of your you know PR people or your manager or your manager had somebody on his team type it up but you yourself didn't get out on camera you yourself didn't get out on a press conference and show not one single piece of remorse you, you just put that out there we haven't seen you we haven't heard from you um I don't know when he's coming back the coach said there's no timetable but dude you it ain't a good look man Yeah, um, it it's never a good look, and huh, I I I'm gonna say this, um, real quick. Is is it, I agree with you guys 100. percent Um, it's never a good look. Um, it's not never a good look for your brand. I agree that the I don't know if it's a it's a if it's an ego thing or whatever the case may be. But it's just definitely not a good look. And then what makes it even more worse is, is that your friends is leading you down a path where they can no longer, like where you would no longer be in the NBA. They will no longer be relevant. And then it's just all for what? Man, I know that the media, I'm not, let me rephrase that. I know that so many people right now also um, say, under, I mean, from what I've been hearing, a lot of people are saying like, look, you're a grown man. 
at this stage. You may be a young man, but you're still grown. Like you should be in a position where some you don't even need all that. Um, I heard people say that he should at least. I mean, the smart thing would be to be have his bodyguards. I mean, be much more. I, now, look, like I said, they. It's, I, I heard so many things in regards to he needs. Maybe he needs to um, get rid of his friends, hire bodyguards, be more business like, hang around experienced NBA players, um, and go that route. Some people even were blaming his father because of the way his persona is. Um, so it's so much that goes on that a lot of people don't may not know or realize, but they're assuming. My thing is, is that at the end of the day, I think that you have to be held accountable for your actions. And knowing that doing stuff like this is only going to lead down the wrong path, um, obviously. So I hope that he really takes some time to consider changing his ways. And quite frankly, it's not just John Morant. That whole team needs to get into a point where they need to act their age. And I think and shut the and shut the hell up. <laughs> and 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 Stephen Adams, um, who is the only veteran, I guess you could say, in the Memphis Grizzlies, he had a private uh, a players only meeting before all this went down um, to ex- express that hey, look, y'all really need to stay focused on basketball and stop doing all these act antics that they're doing. So um, I think people are trying to reach out to them and let them know that you know you can't be. I get that you're a competitive. I get that you want to talk and all that stuff, but you just dial it back a little bit. And the situation with with Draymond Green and Dylan Brooks is a prime example. So, um, but, but I, I I see what you're saying with uh, with Adams, but with that whole thing with uh, Shannon Sharp, Adams was the one that's right there directly in the middle. So he's no different than the rest of these jokers. No, but like I said, like I don't know. I mean, he. He may be in the middle of it, but I don't think he was trying to escalate. I don't think like Adams, I don't think Stephen Adams is that dude. Now, I think that what he was trying to do is protect the team or his teammates. But I, I never seen Stephen Adams like be that dude where he's talking like t- talking smack to any anybody. He'll be professional about it. So I get where you're coming from. The office may look bad, but. I mean, just my opinion, I don't think Stephen Adams is that dude. I think Stephen Adams is that dude that they need to help straighten them down the right way. That's where I'm saying. And the situation, like, and, and agree, the situation, the whole thing about it is that that's just one of the many things that Stephen Adams was talking about. Like, we have to change our, the way that we approach things. Um, be professional about how we handle things. Quite frankly, don't talk a lot of junk. Well, obviously, it's in one ear, out one other, and out the other, like I said, because the situation with Dylan Brooks and Draymond Green is a prime example. So, the, I think Memphis as a whole really, and don't get me wrong, I, you know, as far as their skill set and the team, I, I like them, but as far as the talking and all that stuff is concerned, it's really, to be honest, they really need to just be quiet and play basketball. <laughs> I don't even want to say shut up, but basically, be, you know, just play basketball. So. Well, look, they've been smelling themselves ever, for about the last two years, ever since they had the playing game where they knocked out the Golden State Warriors. Ever since then, they've been thinking that their shit don't stink. And then last year, they were talking all that jazz, calling out the, you know, calling the Golden State Warriors. You get into the playoffs, first game, hot dogging, kiki, and, and but then when you lose, you're quiet and. Mm-hmm. Now you can say whether or not John Moran's injury, you know, count to it. 
Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. We don't know. But you still lost. Yeah, but they also put a target on their back saying that the only team that they're worried about is Boston. Like, they only ain't scared about anybody in the West. You put a target on your back when you talk all of that talk and don't be able to back it up. Because now everybody's gunning for you. And you have to be in a position that if you're not talking, I mean, if you're not showing proof it, it's going to be a problem. And I think a lot of people, it's just a matter of how you handle things. And that's why they're one of the most hated teams right now in the NBA. Uh, like I said, and as far as John Morant, I like I said, I don't know if Adam Silver is going to do anything from a you know from the league office standpoint. I haven't heard him say anything or do anything. Like I said, you better be lucky. You know, David Stern is not still alive running the show because he would have been suspended probably for a couple of weeks, if not the rest of the rest of the season. And maybe Adam Silver might have to bring down a hammer heavy like that to not just you know to make a point to John Morant, but deter anybody else that might think what they're doing is okay. Right. He doesn't seem like the kind of the commissioner that might go that route, but a heavy hand might be needed to kind of, you know, to, you know, to, to, to kill the shit for John Morant and nix anybody other ideas, you know, if they had any inkling of doing some shit like that. If you don't believe gun, gun, guns and bringing guns into the arena or bringing guns into an NBA environment, whatever is bad, go talk to Gilbert Arenas. Go talk to Plexico Burris. Ah, yeah, Plexico. Mm. No, so, he did get his. Uh, he did get his ring. Just uh, wow. Just yeah, man. So, I just don't understand what what the, what the hell. I just don't get what's going what's going on in this man's head. You know what I'm saying? Like, what what the hell are you trying to prove? Who like are you trying to be? Uh, you know, I never want to drag anybody's parents into this crap, but I mean, if my parents were to sit there and see me acting some some sort of crazy, nine point nine times out of ten, they would have dragged my ass back by something. And it'll be like, boy, I ain't raised you like this. Why the hell are you embarrassing me? Because it's, now it's bigger than just you. You're embarrassing those who who raised you, making them look like idiots. Because that's not the child that I raised. So I just don't understand why he's going down his why he's going down his road. Like, were you? Were you exposed to this sort of uh, this sort of behavior as a kid? Now you need to act out on it, and maybe you were suppressed on the basketball court and coming up as a kid in high school and college. But now that you got money, you can really truly be the person that you are. Like, like he just—he almost looks like an ent- entitled, spoiled brat that just literally just needs his ass whipped this one good time. Or, or you know, if you want to play with guns, just get pistol whipped one good time. You don't need to get shot. <laughs> just get your ass pistol whipped one good time and see if you still want to mess with guns. I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. You better hope like hell Nike don't drop you. You better hope like hell Powerade don't drop you. You better hope like hell Memphis don't sit there and be like, you know what? I guess the one good thing going for him is that the NBA is a guaranteed contract. But I'm sure there's some underlying stuff within his contract that says if you get caught doing some dumb shit we'll null and void your contract and you done 
Code of conduct clauses. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, you got that incident that supposedly happened last summer with the 17-year-old kid. I'm like, dude, you just got too much shit that's piling on one right after the other. And it's it's almost as like it's too coincidental. It's almost like it was meant to happen this way. And that's the reason why you did what you did in the, in the damn strip club. Because you're like, ah, you know, all this shit coming out, but I'm untouchable. So I'm going to go ahead and do what I do. Man, he need a good he he need a good pin slap with the ring showing. You know what I'm saying? This this backhand real quick. This to knock some sense up in his ass. By who? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know because his his camp, his team, his family ain't it. You know what I'm saying? He needs a reality. It's it's sad that you need law enforcement. It's sad that you need the media. It's sad that you need the NBA and all these other entities to sit there and shame you and make you look like what you're doing is wrong instead of your camp and your family, the ones pointing out like, dude, you need to chill the hell out. Well, I mean, my, my, my last point before we move on until someone goes in his pockets and start taking, lighten, lightening up his wallet and he start losing some, you know, benefits. It's the only way I think he may get it. But until then, I don't know. <laughs> Sad state of affairs, terrific. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, so, we'll, I have a feeling that there's, the resolution is going to come down the pike. Um, if not soon, it's not soon, it's going to be soon um, because with everything that's coming up and with the NBA getting ready for the playoffs, um, they're going to have to figure this out so that they can move towards the NBA playoffs. So, I would not be surprised if Adam Silver um, does something. Um, quickly and swiftly to get this resolved or get this out the way so that they can focus on the playoffs. So we will see how that turns out. Um, so let's continue on away from the NBA because we got the playoffs. We got a lot of basketball to talk about in the upcoming podcast. March Madness, of course, officially kicking off. Uh, so we're going to have our talks about that somewhere down the road. But Let's get into where really what matters most, and that is the NFL, where so many transactions that happened and took place um, since the last time we talked. Of course, um, Tampa Bay releasing um, Leonard Fournette. Um, the Giants released Kenny Galladay. Uh, Falcons released Marcus Mariota. Um, the Commanders released Carson Wentz. Derek Carr going to the Saints. Geno Smith re-signing with Seattle Seahawks. Um, there's so much that's going on in this world, um, in the NFL. So let me get your thoughts on anything that is surprising in regards to signings or releases at this point. We still haven't even touched about what the Baltimore Ravens is going to do with Lamar Jackson. So let's get it in. Let's get it in. Talk about what's going on in the NFL. So let me get your thoughts about all the recent transactions that happened. And let me get your thoughts on that. You know, what? I'm going to go first ace and I'm going to I'm going to give West Virginia it, it's a West Virginia player um the occasional flowers that I don't give a West Virginia player. <laughs> I'm going to say I'm happy for Geno Smith. Mm -hmm. Um it wasn't nothing really surprised me nothing, nothing has really surprised me at all thus far. Um not yet. I mean, um, Geno Smith, I think he played himself well enough to at least get in a contract extension, which he did. I'm glad he got his money. Um, 
always said that he got a, a really raw deal with the New York Giants. Not the Jets, because he just he was doing dumb shit with the Jets <laughs> mm-hmm. and got his chin checked. So and he went to the Giants and he he just basically got dogged for doing his job. He didn't ask for it, he just got dogged for doing his job. But then he goes to Seattle, he understood under Russell Wilson. He steps in after Russell Wilson goes to Denver. And he's played pretty well. I mean, and he got his contract. So, you know, kudos to Russell Wilson. So I, I'll give him that. Everything else, even the, even Daniel Jones getting his money, I wasn't surprised that he got the contract. I was I was curious about the years and how much money they're going to give him. Um, but he got his uh, four years, $160 million. Really, it's $82 million for two years. Um, when I read the contract and read the reasoning, I kind of I kind of got it why they did it. I mean, it's not really like they had well based on the situation where they needed to address the the roster and the cap space that they had, I can get why they did it and Daniel Jones only is going to count for 19 million against the cap. So they still have a lot more money to kind of, you know, do what they got to do. Um the one thing that's going to surprise me it's if Aaron Rodgers sticks with the with, with Green Bay Packers, because then I'm going to laugh because you got because you sh- brought in Derek Carr. You probably should have signed Derek Carr. He was going to come cheaper, less of a headache, no drama. So want to give up all these picks and trades to bring in Aaron Rodgers, who is a diva, is going to cost more and is a headache and comes with a whole bunch of drama. Um, they better yeah. win. They better win with them. Yeah, and I, I guess they're still looking at the other quarterbacks that are still out there just kind of dangling at the moment. Ooh, Jimmy G? Because that's about it. <laughs> but, you know, as much as I know as a 49er fan, I wasn't too keen on Jimmy G. Um, just the fact that the head coach from, you know, Shala with the Jets came for the 49ers, so he knows Jimmy G. So he knows the type of quarterback he would be and the type of office that he can run could possibly work in New York. I just didn't, I didn't care for it in, um, in San Francisco and being that the Jets are my number two squad, I could care less about what they, how they go about doing what they do. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I like, I love following the Jets and how they're progressing, but if they choose to go Jimmy G route, that's not my main squad. So however, whatever. <laughs> but I, I, I think, I think what's really dangling out there is Lamar Jackson. And I say that for the Jets' concern is Lamar Jackson, when healthy, can make the Jets' offense truly dynamic. And I say that because the one thing that the Jets have that Baltimore never had was wide receivers. The Jets got the offensive rookie of the year wide receiver. They got competent wide receivers. They got a decent tight end room. Running backs are top tier. O-line is better than Baltimore. And I know the Jets are just sitting there thinking like, if this far, far, gosh, you might as well just be far reincarnated. But, uh, (laughs) If Rodgers' thing doesn't fall through, the Jets, you just got to give them two first-round draft picks and just make an offer that's this bigger 
more than what the damn Ravens could do. Because, you know, living out here, they're saying that the Ravens need to clear about $10 million in cap space in order to afford the tag, the non-exclusive tag for, for Lamar. Then that's the reason why they went non-exclusive versus exclusive, because if they had to do exclusive, then they had to clear like $22, $23 million. It would have made things a hell of a lot tougher. Mm-hmm. It's bad enough they can't afford them as is. Mm-hmm. So all you got to do is sit there and say, you know what, if Daniel Jones is getting 44, we'll give you 46. He ain't even getting 44. He's getting 40. We'll, okay, we'll give you 44. <laughs> like, <laughs> he deserves it. Exactly. He, just, he probably deserves more than that. But if the Ravens, all they're going to give you is 32, and we're going to give you 12 more on top of that, sign them to like a three-year, four-year deal. You know, give a nice chunk of signing bonus, and all you got to do is give them two first-round draft picks, and Lamar's only 26? Come on. That's a no-brainer. You know, once they put the non-exclusive, I would have pumped the brakes on on, on Aaron Rodgers. Like, ooh, hold up. Because is, is it my understanding that Aaron Rodgers is owed $60 million this year? Uh, he's owed a hundred million. He's owed a hundred million over the next two years. <laughs> he's owed a hell of a lot of money. <laughs> Let's put it like that. Why would I? Want, and he's thirty nine. Why would I want to give up picks, all that, and pay all that money for Brett Favre two point And yes, the one year that Favre was really nice with the Jets, he went like fourteen and two. But they ain't win the shit. They ain't win the chip. So what difference does it make? If I, nah, I say go for Lamar. Lamar wants to prove that he's a quarterback. You know what I'm saying? He hates the critics, the fact that he's saying he's always that guy that runs. He wants to show that he could drop back and throw the rock. Give him that opportunity. Let him be a Jet. A lot of people probably don't like that, but I I would be thrilled if Lamar Jackson became a Jet. Jets players don't even like that. Jets players are trying to push push for Aaron Rodgers up here to come Aaron Rodgers is selfish as shit. You trying to tell me that he he wouldn't even go through a damn OTAs with the, the new wide receivers he had with Green Bay, and he's supposed to come over and do the Jets and look. Anyway, I'm sorry. I, I get with you. No, I get where you're coming from. Um, I really do, and I agree with you. I'm just saying that numerous Jets players are begging for Aaron Rodgers to join them. because they're thinking they're going to try to catch lightning in the bottle the same way Tampa Bay had with um. Tom Brady. With, with Tom Brady in the same way that the Rams got with Matthew Stafford. Now, <laughs> now the Rams got to now 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 they got to pay because they ain't got no draft picks and <laughs> and right. and all capped the hell out for the next three years. But they're they're trying to strike now while they still have a lot of rookies on rookie contracts. And the thing about that, is, and I get it, but the problem is is that if you if they bring if I mean what's crazy is is that. They're thinking of win now mode. You have rookie players or numerous Jets players that are thinking win now and believe that Aaron Rodgers is that person that's going to get them closer to a championship. And I get it, but at the same time, he is not going to be that dude. If y'all expecting for him to just come in and the team is just going to gel together, Y'all have not been paying attention to the Green Bay Packers of last year. So I would strongly advise them to look elsewhere. To be honest, they can come out a lot cheaper and build a better talent around whoever they bring in outside of Aaron Rodgers. Because once you 
commit to Aaron Rodgers, you're committing to the team that is constructed without any ways of improving. I mean, unless you're making trades left and right, but the bottom line is that it's not going to help the team overall. So they have to be careful who they bring in. Um, I thought, to be honest, I thought Carr would have been perfect for them um, until, of course, he chose um, New Orleans. But the point is, is that there's so many other quarterbacks that's out there that would be more beneficial than, not, I mean, than Aaron Rodgers as a no. team overall. I'd take a flyer on Teddy Bridgewater. Shit. <laughs> I mean, he ain't the he ain't the flashiest QB in the world, but he damn accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, oh, I I saved some money, and you know, I just I don't understand. Like, I understand the Jets. The Jets feel as though they should have, with better quarterback play, could have made the playoffs last season. Yes, mm-hmm. you, you guys recognize that Zach Wilson ain't the dude. You know, say he ain't that guy. Hell, you know what? I, I I would trade for Lamar. I'm like, look, I'll give you two first rounders and Zach and Zach Wilson. Take it or leave it. <laughs> You're getting a quarterback in return. Zach Wilson is still that guy I can sit there and he got wheels. He can run that little rinky dink offense, you know, that they run as far as the run game concerned with uh with Baltimore. And they still ain't got no damn wide receivers. If Baltimore was was was, in my opinion, was truly serious about you know, was truly serious about uh Lamar Jackson, I would have went to Arizona and be like, I know the I know the Hop is not happy. If we can make a trade to get him here, might have to give up some cap or some money, but if we can get him here, can we sign you to a contract? We're not gonna be able to give you what you want. But we can give you a, a true, proven number one wide receiver. <laughs> they could have came. They could have came at him like that if they truly were interested, you know, in paying him. But I think, I think, or keeping him, I should say. Right, right. But I think with Baltimore is bigger than just wide receivers. The O line just isn't that great. O line is pretty good with with the run. It's just not a very good pass blocking uh, offensive line. And it's my understanding, you know, I'm not a big Ravens fan, so I don't sit there and watch their games closely, but just listening to sports radio, a lot of those folks here are just talking about it's not so much that Lamar is getting hurt when he's scrambling. Lamar is getting hurt when he's in the pocket trying to pass the ball. That's when he's getting hurt. So it just goes to show me that he doesn't have a really good uh, pass passing uh, offensive line pass protecting offensive line so if i were if i were baltimore and if you're going to lose out on lamar i would get the, the next best quarterback they can possibly get they need to address the o-line they need to address wide receiver they already got the running backs and they already got the tight end hell they got a pretty good squad i mean shit if it wasn't for one bad you know goal line you know you know leap they probably would. They should have beat Cincinnati and should have been playing um, Buffalo um, in the playoffs. It would have been a whole different. Uh, <laughs> I think Buffalo might. Well, I don't know. Buffalo may or may not have made it past uh, Baltimore because the defense is nice. They their defense is set. It's just their offense is this all out of sorts, and they've been relying on Lamar way too much with his uh, athleticism and just what he could do. As opposed to going out there and 
and getting true wide receivers, or at least and go out there and spend a little bit of money. Now, interestingly enough, Adam Thielen is going to get probably going to get uh, released for Minnesota. What you want to bet that Adam Thielen is going to be a Baltimore Raven on the back end of his damn career? <laughs> 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 it's a name. But they ain't paying top dollar for them. <laughs> no, no, no. There's so many wide receivers that are out there that are, that are being released as we speak. So, mm-hmm. you know, so I agree. Adam is a, that is a target. Um, but I don't see him going if Lamar Jackson ain't going to be there. I think he would look for someplace where he can definitely get touches or at least have the ball throw to him. Um, the problem was is that it was too much wide receivers for him to get that share of the ball. So, you know, I think that he's going to look for a place where he knows that he could get some touches going for. And that's going to be the Achilles heel for all any wide receiver going to Baltimore. Yeah. And, and, and even all around that, I mean, you know, now he's on an exclusive tag, you know, who's going to offer him a contract? Because now he can deal directly with teams. And we already, we already heard several teams said, nope, we're not in it. And uh, so who's going to offer him a contract? Because if he doesn't get offered a contract, Ravens are going to say, either you're not going nowhere. And so either he's going to play for $32 million, which he's worth way more than that, or he's going to sit. And if I'm him, if no one can match whatever you're trying to get, I wouldn't play. Yeah, he's, my understanding, he can sit to week 12. Not sign, uh, not sign the tag if uh, if he doesn't, uh, if, if, if nobody wants to offer him a contract. That's it for it. <laughs> yeah, that's the definition of uh, you know, you in a relationship and you know, you tell your girl, Oh, you think you can find somebody better? Go out, go, go ahead, <laughs> <laughs> don't come crawling back to me. That's that, Ky- <laughs> that's that Kyrie Irving type of thing. <laughs> You think you can find something better? Go ahead and try to find somebody better. Yeah, this whole free agency is going to get real interesting. I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious to know what the Jets are going to do. I'm definitely curious to know what uh, the Ravens, how their situation is going to end up. Because it's my understanding that the, the, the Ravens have to clear cap by Wednesday. Because they have to show that they got the money available by Wednesday to even sign Lamar. And then I think it's Monday is when teams can start reaching out. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, Monday or Wednesday is when the new league, the new league year starts. Yeah, right. So it's 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 interesting to see if if uh, Rogers makes a decision by Monday. If not, where they switch gears and then try to reach out to Lamar. So I would think by Monday or Tuesday, you'll know you'll know definitively what the Jets are going to do moving forward because they they need a dynamic quarterback and i think i think lamar could do some things I well, hell i mean they both going to cost and hell the, the jets the whole damn brass went out to fly to california to go see him so i'm like <laughs> i agree but it, lamar be a hell of a lot cheaper than uh than um aaron Rodgers. Oops. Because I could have sworn that's, today that's, I heard that Aaron Rodgers is owed $60 million this year, and then the second year is 40 It probably is. <laughs> I'd rather pay Lamar 44 not and not pay Aaron 60 That's $16 that can be used somewhere else. 
I wish it was just that simple. <laughs> Sixteen like million dollars. Like I said, I don't know, you know, who's going to cost more because even Aaron Rodgers, that's got to be a trade. So you got to work out trade compensation. So who knows what Green Bay is going to want in return? Because I'm pretty sure they're going to be more than more than happy <laughs> to get him out of to get him out of Dodge. But it's just like what you what you're going to have to give to get, and both of them you're going to have to give to get. One you know, either you're gonna you're gonna pay up a lot of money plus a two two first round picks whenever that's going to come up, or you're going to have to pay a man a hundred million dollars over two years and whatever else Green Bay is going to want in return. So, like I said, I don't know who's going to cost more, but they both going to cost an arm and a leg. <laughs> I agree. And it doesn't, I mean, to be honest, it'd be much more easier if Lamar Jackson had an agent because then yeah. maybe that will help teams to facilitate, I mean, work out something where it could be to his liking. Him not having an agent is going to be a detriment to him getting the money that he deserves. So I think that he needs to think twice about that as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that we are coming up against the clock. Because I have a feeling that there's going to be a lot of transactions that's going to happen where we're going to be in shock and awe. Um, and it'll be something that we've never seen coming, like Lamar Jackson going to San Francisco or um, <laughs> I'll just put it out there. But I'm just saying that with so many releases and signings that's going to happen, this is just the start of this is the tip of the iceberg in the NFL. Um, so it's something to look forward to. And of course, like I said before, we got the NBA um, still going strong closer to the end of the season with playoffs starting to loom around. Uh, we'll see the verdict of what happened with John Morant, Memphis Grizzlies. March Magnus is about to kick is kicking off um, as we speak. So we got to have a lot to discuss going forward. Um, any other topics that you guys want to discuss before we close out of here? Uh Nothing to discuss at the moment. I want to see how this all shapes out, but uh, um, just a, just a comment, uh, Mr. Woods. I like you, man. Your ex is talking about she wants to break that NDA. Man, what you do? <laughs> That's all I got to say. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I know we're not really talking much, but I I, I saw something. Didn't really hear much. You mind? Uh... Just uh, touching on that for a moment. Uh, quick, just to be very brief. I don't know the full story, but um, Tiger Woods' ex, um, who has been dating for a couple of years, apparently he had her signed an N- NDA, which means she can't chat about the relationship. Obviously, they're not together anymore or you know, broken up. So now she wants to NDA to be broken so she can talk about the relationship. Or talk about some, or talk about something. His current, the one he was dating the last couple of years. Oh, not the skier, not Lindsey Vaughn, but the next one. Yeah, no, no, it's not her. It's, it's somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I don't know the full story. Oh no, somebody wants to break an NDA and, and wants to talk and taking you to court to break the NDA because saying it's not legal. <sighs> Mm, bro, I don't know. Charles Barkley seems to keep himself real quiet. You know, he does what he does, but he seems to be happy. He just needs to hang with Sir Charles and Chuck, and this this kind of just live that life for the rest of your life, man. I don't know. Dating this this is, doesn't seem to be a thing. 
and her name is Erica Herman. That is the person that you're referring to, um, who is Tiger Woods' ex-girlfriend. So, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, Yeah, be careful with those type of relationships, and I'll just leave it at that. Pretty much. (laughs) Um, Anything else? All right, cool. Well, with that being said, fellas, appreciate the time um, and talking about what's going on in the world of sports. So let folks know where they can find you at. You ain't finding me outside. I tell you that this damn this this pollen and shit. Yeah, yeah I'll be in my basement, locked away. <laughs> but you can also find me on Twitter. That's uh, Cat Daddy One Nine Six Three. That's Cat Daddy One Nine Six Three on Twitter. Uh, yes, you can find me on Twitter, Snapchat, and Gram, J.E. Ross, number seven. Two words for you, Ace, air purifier. Shit, ain't going to help me outside. <laughs> ah, small one for working in the car. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, I am our calls, Twitter, Instagram, I am our calls. You can also catch Guys Talking Sports every chance you get. Search Guys Talking Sports. We are there. Um, you can also catch us on YouTube Live. That's where we are right now. So just search Guys Talking Sports on YouTube, and we are there as well. I'd like to thank everybody for checking us out. And make sure you subscribe. Please subscribe to the podcast. And we appreciate all the love out there. And until next time, you'll catch us again talking more about what's going on in the world of sports. So until then, God bless. Have a good one. Stay safe out there. And just be safe. You know, don't be carrying any more... Um, firearms in clubs, um, nightclubs, you know, it's, it's, it's detrimental to your health um, and for your money. So stay safe out there. Stay home. How about you do that? Take care.